thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We welcome you to Jesus the Healer today. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And I tell you what, you won't be disappointed because the Word never disappoints. I tell you what, uh, you come away from the Word and you come away with something. And when you spend time with the Word, you can come away from a movie and and have lost something. (laughs) Right? Uh, Pick up a a different kind of uh, entertainment novel or something and brother, it'll jerk something right out of you. But the Word always Always put something in you. Amen. And so we're glad you joined us today. And thank God for the word. Amen. It gives us the best Uh life. Amen. We've been teaching on the subject of praise and worship because praise and worship is to be the lifestyle Mm -hmm. of the person with faith. You can't be a person of faith and not be a praiser and not be a worshiper. And I'm not talking about music playing. I'm not talking about certain songs being going. Amen. It's not just what you do in a service. It's the way we live. It's, it's, if I could say this, it's the, it's an attitude of our life. It's an attitude of our life that finds its way into our mouth. Amen. 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 And uh, we don't want to be guilty of just saying, well, I'm, I'm just worshiping God in my heart. That's good yeah. that your heart is turned toward him, but his praise is to be in our mouth. Uh-huh. Yes. Amen. 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 Yes. And so we just, we need to make sure that that's a spiritual habit yes. in our life. Amen. Amen. We've been looking at something that Brother Copeland said, and I'm so grateful to have heard it, and I wished I'd have heard it 30 years ago. It would help me so much at times of testing. But he made this statement. He said, when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, you win battles. Meaning this, you get to the other side of opposition. Now you have to, it's it's right to pray. Mm -hmm. And you have to know some things, you know. But when you praise, you, you, uh, you let that opposition know, I win. Yes, that's it. I win. When we praise God, we're praising him for what he's done. Uh We're praising him for what he's made ours in Christ. We're praising him for our inheritance. When we worship him, and there's a bit of a difference, our worship is our honor, reverence, and Mm -hmm. gratitude toward God, honoring him for who he Mm -hmm. is. Praising involves especially what he has done. But the two will work together and they flow together. They are like flows. Uh, But we don't want to leave out the flow of either one of them. Amen. 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 We've been uh, 
we've been looking at something that God said to Brother Norville Hayes, who was a minister of faith and healing. Uh, he's in heaven now, but we're holding to the revelations yes. that God yes. gave him. And God said to him, he said, my children basically love me, but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. They don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Or we could say long enough for the power of God, the anointing of God to come into manifestation and to destroy the yoke. That's what destroys the yoke is the anointing. And when we praise, when we worship, we are releasing our faith. Yes. Amen. When we release our faith, that is an invitation for God to move. Amen. God yes. will not move uninvited. That's right. Dad Hagen, who was our spiritual father for decades, he made the statement. He said, God is a perfect gentleman. He will never move uninvited. Amen. That's why it's important that we be hungry. Hungry for what he has. Let, because our hunger is, is um, if I could say this, us letting him know we value what he has, but it's with our faith that we release that hunger. Amen. And we invite him. Our faith is an open door. Faith is an open door to God. And when we're praising God, we're releasing our faith. Yeah. Many times people are so mindful, if I could say this, how to get, how to grow their faith, mm -hmm. how to strengthen their right. faith, right. Um, how to increase. Mm -hmm. yes. Because there, there are measures of faith uh, spoken of in the word when Jesus yeah. say, uh, I've never seen such great faith. Uh -huh. No, not yeah. in Israel. He's right. talking about measures, or we could say this, the strength. Right. of someone's faith. Right. Everyone has faith yeah. that's born again because God gave to us the measure of faith, but that measure of faith can be strengthened. Right. Yeah. Yes. And so whenever we're worshiping God, we're releasing faith. Uh -huh. yes. The right. more we worship, the more, more faith we release. Right. The less we worship, uh -huh. the less faith that's we release, good. and yes. God's power meets us according to our faith. Right. Jesus Amen. said it. Jesus said, so yeah. be it done unto uh -huh. you according to your faith. Yeah. And it's not just the faith in your heart, it's the right. faith that you release. Right. Because Amen. you can have a heart full of faith, yeah. but if it's never spent, right. if it's never put yes. into action, uh -huh. the faith yeah. you possess right. will not benefit you. That's good. Amen. Praising Amen. and worshiping yeah. gets our faith moving. Amen. That's good. It's an avenue that we release yes. our faith. Now, Psalm 34 and verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Look at it, all times. Good times, difficult times, all times. No time is dismissed from blessing him at all times. It doesn't mean 24 hours a day necessarily. It's talking about a lifestyle. Because we're not worshiping and praising 24 hours a day. Somebody may say, well, I am. Well, you're sleeping, you're eating, you're conversing with someone else at some time. It's an attitude. It's a lifestyle. And it's to find its way into our mouth. You know, you could, uh, if I could say this, you could be married to someone and you could love them, but you can be neglectful to tell them 
and they will start questioning your love, even though you would have a heart full of love for them. But if it never comes out of your mouth, Uh it doesn't hit the target and make a difference. Faith is the same way. We can have a heart full of faith, but if we never let it out of our mouth and put it into motion, then we'll never benefit from all the faith that we possess. And so uh, Psalm 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord. Look at at all All times. Pastor Nancy, you may say, I'm I'm at a time I don't know what to do. Yes, you do. This verse just told you. When you don't know in the natural what to do, now you know spiritually what to do. I will bless the Lord at all times. Why? Because at a time that I don't know what to do, if if I will be found in obedience to this verse and be blessing him, while I'm blessing him, many times I'll hear what to do. Because it puts me in his flow. Blessing him, praising him, worshiping him, magnifying him, glorifying him puts me in his flow. Why? Because it puts my attention on him, my focus on him. So I will, notice this, I will. It doesn't say whether, it doesn't say I feel. Uh Doesn't matter if you feel like it or not. This is a choice of our will. It's Uh a decision. I will. I'm I'm firm on that. I have set that. (laughs) Right? Remember when you were growing up or when I was growing up and I would say if we ever, if if I ever said, which I didn't. Mother, do I have to go to school today? You will be going to school today. That was established before you asked. So before the need showed up, I've already established, I will bless the Lord at all times. That's already established. I won't decide if I'm going to establish that in the face of difficulty. I establish that as a flow of my life. I will bless the Lord. Uh, to bless him uh, means you're focused on him. Right. Yes. Amen. Amen. So at I will focus on the one I'm blessing yes. at all yes. times. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 What does that do for you? It gets your attention yeah. off the wrong thing. Right. It gets your attention off the opposition no. that is trying to get movement yes. in your life. Yeah. It's trying to find an entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. that's true. Um, if praise, worship, magnifying God is flowing out, how difficult for wrong things to flow in when there's already an Uh outflow established. This is how difficult things get in when in the minds of people, wrong thoughts, difficulties enter and they turn them over in their thought life because there's not the purposeful outflow. Right. Wonderful. That's good. So good. And so uh, there's there's openings. (laughs) I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. Listen, a lot of people will bless the Lord when everything's in place. I mean it's easy then. But when things look like they are being completely upended. Yes. toppled over, uh-huh. going the wrong direction. Right. We have to be skillful at employing. Yes. I will bless the Lord Amen. at that time. Amen. And I tell you, at the, at the time you feel like crying. Uh-huh. If you're going to cry, that's fine. Right. Raise your hands and bless him during it. 
At the time you feel like giving up, come on. you've already established what you're going to do at that time. I will bless the Lord at that time. The time I feel like giving up, I'm going to do the thing that will keep me from giving up. Amen. I will bless the Lord at all times. Isn't that amazing? The believer already knows what to do at all times. You might not know the specifics of how your miracle is going to happen, how God is going to work something, but we're already told our part in it. Blessing him, blessing him. I will bless the Lord at all times. And then the next phrase of Psalm 34, verse 1, what's it say? His praise shall continually, look at it, be in my mouth, not just in my heart. Yep. Not just That's praise right. thoughts. Right. And listen, there's a time, there's a time when you're in a midst with yeah. people and it's not appropriate to be loud. Right. Yeah. You can turn inward. Sure. And yes. you can talk to God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Inwardly. But, and there's those times we do that because we can exit a bad conversation right. even though our body is still there. By turning toward him. You can exit oh, yes. what other people are doing. Oh, right. You can just go ahead. That's what Paul and Silas did yeah. in Acts chapter 16. Right. Right. Uh-huh. While wrong things, dark things, hard uh-huh. things, they had been beaten and thrown That's in prison. And they're in a dark, hard place, right. and they exited. They didn't That's wait for right. the doors to That's let them out. Right. We're not waiting on doors to Amen. let them out. Yes. We're not waiting on doors to let us out. We can exit by where we yes. put our attention. Yes. Yes. We become Amen. absorbed with yes. a different flow. And we're not odd in this. And I say odd, O-D-D, not A-W-E-D. We're not peculiar, we're not inappropriate in this. We don't try to appear to do something that would make us uh, draw attention to us in the wrong way. But it's just part of our lifestyle. We don't do it to try to impress people that we're spiritual. This is, this is genuinely the flow of our heart in gratitude. Amen. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Can I, it's not only in our mouth to him, but what about in our mouth when we're talking to ourselves. Right. You know, you can talk to yourself, have thoughts to yourself, and you can have the wrong thing yeah. in your mouth when you're talking to yes. yourself. Yeah. And there are times when some, the wrong thing wants to get in our mouth and say, nope, I'm praising him. Amen. No, I'm praising him. Father, I'm praising you. You see? Amen. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The safe thing about this word continual and this instruction to us is that if his praise is continually in our mouth uh-huh. and praise is one way of releasing our faith, then our faith is being continually released. Right. That's right. That's good. Meaning yeah. this, our faith is ready. Uh-huh. It's yeah. right here. Yeah. It's yeah. not pushed down, right. unaccessed, right. unstirred right. on the inside yeah. of us and then we have to take time right. to stir ourselves right. up. Right. If we're praising, 
It's keeping our faith ever ready. Yes. It's right here That's on the right. tip of our tongues, waiting to address, waiting to answer situations, oppositions, difficulties. Our faith is ready at a moment's notice. And that's where the door is always closed to the enemy because you're always ready with the word. You're always ready with your faith. And so just obeying this verse not only puts us in the right flow and holds us there, but it also puts us in the right place in faith. That we're ever, we're just ready with our answer. Amen. Amen. Have you ever seen someone who is masterful in their profession? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are yeah. skilled. Yeah. They're practiced. Mm-hmm. You ask them a question and they don't have to go, oh, now let me think right. about, no. Right. They are, yeah. it's like the answer for that yes. is right at the front of their tongue. Yeah. Yeah. It's not way back somewhere. <laughs> it's right there. And without pause, without hesitation, they are able to answer any question about that which they're skillful in. When we become skillful in this lifestyle and flow of praise and worship, that no matter what answer is called for, it's right there. It's right there at the front of our tongue ready to give. And it's God's design that just staying in this continual flow of praise will elevate the way you live your life. It will elevate the way uh, you address opposition. Mm -hmm. You won't get into worry. You won't because there's already a different flow established. God said to me two years in 2011, Two years before my husband went home to be with the Lord, he said, all I want you doing is practicing peace. Mm -hmm. So when my husband, two years later, and I did that, Mm -hmm. you say, what do you mean by practicing peace? Any thought that didn't lead me to peace, I cast it down. Any any suggestion that didn't bring joy, Uh I cast it down. I protected that flow of peace. That was already mine, but I had to be skillful at it, practicing it. So I did that. I did it. And uh, what happened, it put me in a, if I could say this, a further place in God, a further place in the spirit, a further place into the higher flow. The flow of peace is a higher flow. The fruits of the spirit that are in you are a higher flow. Yes. Now we need to practice them and yes. become skillful in the face of adversity yeah. at spending those forces, right. Right. using those. And I love what Sister Gloria Copeland said. She said, since the fruit's in you, eat it. Yeah. That's, good. That's right. Right? Yes. Don't leave it uneaten. Yes. Spend it in the face of opposition. Yeah. Employ yeah. it. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. And so, um, so God said to me, all I want you doing is practicing peace. Mm-hmm. So two years later, when the report came that my husband had died unexpectedly, I was already in that flow. I wasn't trying to find it. Because the flow of peace was already getting motion in my life, in my daily life, in the practice of it, grief couldn't get in. Sorrow couldn't get in. Because there was already a different flow that was had a 
had a great yes. force to it. Right. I tell you what, I want you to know peace, joy, and all the fruits of the Spirit are such mighty forces that even death is no match for them. And it's not that I didn't love my husband, that I didn't, that I didn't grieve or sorrow because, see, people have been taught that flow, seen that flow demonstrated. But for the believer, when, when, you know what Paul said, to live is Christ, but to die is Gain. Yeah. Could we say it this way? To die is to be promoted. Yes. To die is to come into more. Yes. When we think right yeah. and we don't take the thoughts of the world, we realize our world did not just fall apart. Theirs yeah. got promoted. Yes, we may miss them, but we rejoice in their promotion. You know, if your husband came home and said, honey, uh, I, I got to tell you something. And he looks all dreary. What is it, honey? I got promoted today. Oh, I'm so bad. Oh, no, we've never sorrowful at advancement, at increase, right? Well, we see that what God offers us is advancement and increase. So when my husband was promoted to a greater flow, yes, I wished he was here, but that, that's, not, that's not even relative anymore. I just turn the page and say, when he left my life, the plan of God didn't. The purpose for my life didn't leave. People that God brings into our life are not the plan. They might be part of the plan, but they are not the plan. My children are part of the plan of yeah. God, but they are not the plan. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. People are going to enter your life. Yeah. People are going to exit right. your life. Right. Don't let your peace and joy leave Amen. with them. Amen. And see, sometimes we don't know these things because all we've ever seen demonstrated around us right. is the wrong flow. Right. Right. You know, we don't have to get in a hole of depression. Yeah. We don't have to get into a hole of sorrow yes. and spend months or even sometimes years and sometimes not ever coming out of that right. hole. Right. Yeah. I refuse in the face of that tragedy yes. for the devil to get the plan of God Amen. for my life too. Amen. He's not getting my, right. the plan of God for my life. Right. Amen. Amen. Well, and yes, my husband left, but I, the plan didn't. That's right. The plan didn't. And because I had already, by the Holy Ghost, with his direction and his help, I established myself in this flow of the force of peace. The force of grief had no, it, it did not have the power to go against that flow. It could not enter. The sorrow could not enter. Because I recognize I don't honor my husband by grieving. That's true. I don't honor my husband by being sorrowful. If if grief was a flow of honor, why did Jesus come redeem us from it? He redeemed us from grief. He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Why did he do that if that was a flow of honor? It's not a flow of honor. It's a form of bondage. Yeah, that's good. Yes. And the way I honored my husband was do the word he taught us. Yes. Yes. 
Amen. And carry on and keep running the race with joy. Amen. So thankfully the Holy Ghost, he established me helped establish me in that flow of peace. Why? Because it prepared me for opposition, tragedy, emergencies that were coming. When God says in Psalm 34, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You know what he's doing? He's telling us there's a flow there to be established in. If you'll do this, this flow will be a safeguard to you in a time of difficulty, in a time of emergency, in a time of tragedy, in a time of opposition, temptation. And it's a flow that uh, that your faith is hooked to. So your faith is constantly moving. What happens to faith that's always moving? There's a momentum with it. And you've seen things that get in that momentum. Listen, I've been around Brother Copeland's ministry. I've been at Eagle Mountain International Church. You don't go there and not sense the momentum of faith. If you go there and don't sense the momentum of faith, get born again. I'm just, because it is so evident. And you get around it and you start, you, you sense the pull of that momentum that accelerates you. Why? Because you're stepping into a flow that's already been in movement. It's already got a momentum with it and it just accelerates you when you get around it. This is what praising and worshiping God does. Amen. That it, that there's a momentum with your faith because praising and worshiping is an act of faith. And so it draws you into that flow to where your faith is ever ready. Amen. When you're ready, nothing overwhelms you. Nothing gets the upper hand over you. Nothing pushes you down because you're already elevated by the flow of of what you're in. Amen. Amen. No wonder God said to Brother Norval Hayes, he said, teach my people to worship me more. Amen. No wonder because that flow will establish us in heaven's atmosphere. Listen, that's what heaven is doing right now. Anytime you've ever heard account, read account, mm-hmm. seen account of somebody that has had the experience of going to heaven, mm-hmm. they all describe the praising, the yeah. worshiping that's of God true. that's going on. Yes. It's yes. the atmosphere of heaven that when one person in heaven says, praise the Lord, right. all those around pick up and they get in that flow. Why? Because worship and praise yes. is a flow yes. of faith. Amen. And those who are in heaven, when, they, when somebody is in that flow, everybody else is carried away and they enter in that flow. And God is letting us know you don't have to wait to heaven to get to heaven to get in the flow. While you're on the earth, you can will to step into that flow. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. When his praise is continually in my mouth, my faith is continually in my mouth. My answer, my help is in my mouth. Amen. Well, we've been addressing some of the things that's in this book, Worship, and we want you to get hold of your copy of I tell you, it'll be a blessing to you. So go to DufresneMinistries.org and let us know you want your copy. And remember this until next time, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. 
To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Victories await us as we learn to walk in the truths of divine love found in this book by Nancy Dufresne. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023 with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.